All right, everybody, listen, Ani Ruben J. <clears throat> this next uh, portion of the show is it's a big deal for me here. Uh, this man, his, his band just came out with a new album called The Last Hero. It's available everywhere uh, where music is sold. You can download on iTunes, Best Buy, Amazon, the whole nine yards. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Miles Kennedy. Miles, welcome to Ani Ruben J. Thank you. Thank you. It's really great to be here. Thanks for having me. Anytime. You are welcome on the show literally anytime. And we'll get into that later because I do have a, a story to tell you at the end of this interview here. But I, I want to get started with you because uh, I've been listening to Ultra Bird since day one. You know, um, I, I, I followed the band since they were Creed. And, uh, you know, when you came into the picture, I didn't really know much about you. So I do want to know a little bit more about, um, you know, your, your early days. I know you had the Mayfield Four and, and doing that. But I want to know, like, what got you into playing music to begin with? Well, my, as far as playing music, my mom, really, um, she, when I was about 10 years old, wanted me to have some sort of um, you know, ac- access to a musical instrument, and so I, at the time I chose the trumpet and played in the school bands, and that actually went on all the way up through the end of high school. And But probably about five years later is when I got bit by the the guitar bug, and I got it pretty ferociously <laughs> because um, once I heard I heard Eruption by Eddie Van Halen I was just like well that's what I want I want to do that right there mm-hmm. the trumpet was fun and all but but th- that sounded like some from outer space so um, so yeah I, I guess uh, I guess ultimately would probably the, the, the moment that's really started me on the on the, the, the rock journey or becoming a rock musician was probably hearing hearing Eddie Van Halen play Awesome. Now you did. You were in a couple bands. Um, the one that I think probably get, got you like your your initial mainstream success. Would that, would that would you consider that to be Mayfield Four? Yeah, Mayfield was the first, I guess, opportunity to record records on a on a you know a national level with you know a big label and all of that. So I I'd, I'd done a few records prior to that with local bands here in Spokane where I live, but uh, but yeah, Mayfield was my first real big opportunity. So I guess my question with that is, is what happened to Mayfield 4? Like, why did, you know, all of a sudden you found yourself, you know, no longer in a band in the early 2000s? Well, I think what happened was, you know, we, we, um, we became, we, we, though getting signed was an awesome experience, and when I think of all the amazing things I've had the opportunity to do in the last couple decades you know that initial experience of getting plucked by um uh, you know the the the, the, a big label and and it uh, you know flown across the country and you know meeting with these with these uh, with these people and it 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 essentially um kind of validates you you know as an as an artist it's your first real experience with with um how it feels to be accepted by somebody outside of just your friends and family and so that was that was really cool. But what I what I learned also is that once you you're, you're in the stable and you kind of learn how the music business works, and it's pretty it's pretty tough. And generally, what happens is your your songs or your record kind of gets thrown against the wall for a brief period of time and to see if it sticks. And and uh, if if every piece is is not in place, um, you, you you find out real quickly that you can just be a rock and roll casualty. So. So I, w- I guess I was pretty disillusioned after five years of being being uh, with with the Mayfield Four and, and and trying to kind of swim upstream and 
And so I was really just needing to reevaluate where I was going with life and, and uh, whether I was going to put my rock and roll cleats back on. So <laughs> that's we disbanded. We disbanded probably around 2002, right in that area. So, and you, you took a couple of years just teaching music, teaching guitar, probably locally. Um, and I know that there was some talk about you joining uh, the the Velvet Revolver project, and then ultimately ended up joining Mark Twanley's project, Alter Bridge. Um, going into that first record, did you feel any sort of uh, pressure to live up to the Creed? brand name and value or did you know from day one that you had that you guys were a whole new project and you didn't feel that pressure what was going through your your head through that first ultra bridge album the one day remains album well i think that i mean obviously i knew the magnitude of the situation i was stepping into but fortunately i knew that it that there was no intention of playing creed songs there was there was no intention of basically I mean, it wasn't like I was joining "quote unquote" Creed. It's just I was playing with three quarters of, of the band, and, and they were wanting to start with a fresh, uh, you know, totally f- fresh catalog. And so that made it that definitely made it made it easier. But you know, I'm I'm certainly, or I was I was certainly aware of you know just the fact they sold 30 million records. So there were there was going to be expectation there's going to be a certain level of, of scrutiny so I, I remember telling myself very early on that I would do my best not to you know read things or 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 have the need to to know what the world was saying because I knew not not all of it was going to be positive because it's just kind of like the analogy I would use back then is it's like you t- you're taking classic coke and you're changing the formula I mean I remember when that when that happened <laughs> in the day and I remember there was such an uproar well we want this this is the formula we're used to here so why are you changing things and I knew that throwing my voice into the equation would, would be the equivalent of Coca-Cola so I just was like don't pay attention just do what you do show up every night play the songs and, and just keep your nose down and keep working yeah man you know and I'll, I'll let you know this now that that first Alter Bridge record is very near and dear to my heart the second Alter Bridge record even just as much and I'll, again i'll tell you that towards the end of the interview so that way it doesn't get too crazy emotional here in the beginning um but it was really exciting because i know that there was a period there between one day remains and blackbird where you know i was like what happened to this band you know like i love alter bridge i love their music what happened to them i haven't seen them i think at one point your website guys your website got discontinued or something to you know so can you explain you know uh, real briefly what happened between the one day remains album and the blackbird album i know you guys bought yourselves out of wind up and and had and eventually ended up on universal uh, can you explain briefly what happened there sure yeah what basically what happened was we put out one day remains and we toured on it extensively and we realized that the relationship we had with wind up was not going to work so we were essentially trying to figure out how to rectify that and what would be the appropriate way for us to to exit so it, yeah, it was it was a lot of time with lawyers and management and and uh, negotiations and it was a real drag. It's definitely not why why any musician gets in the business unless they have a secret desire to be either a, a lawyer or a manager. Because <laughs> um, which because what we want to do is play and write songs. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, that was a that was a that was a frustrating time, and I think that Blackbird reflected a lot of those emotions. Um, I think that um, you know certainly a song like "Ties That Bind" kind of manifested how we were feeling at that point. Um, 
but uh, you know, fortunately, everything worked out. Yeah, you know, and it was exciting to, to see and hear uh, uh, Rise Up on. I, I remember watching. I think it was the CW Network or something, and then seeing Rise Up as one of the uh, one of the, the soundtracks to the show. And, and on the bottom lower third, it said, "You know, Rise Up by Alter Bridge." I'm like, "Oh, they're back." Well, let me. I gotta you know do all this all research right. and find you guys again, um, and it was great. So now here you guys are, uh, about twelve years into into the Alterbridge journey. You guys have this is your your fifth studio record, uh, the Last Hero. Again, available everywhere. Uh, you guys actually can click the link uh, down below to purchase it through uh, through my Amazon store. Um, with that being said, what out of all five of these records, I'm gonna ask probably the impossible question to answer. Uh, which record is your favorite? Hmm. Well, I would probably say Blackbird tends to be the one that will Mark and I, but I think the last hero is a close second at this mm-hmm. form. And it even flip flops for me right now. So, And I never say that about a record we just released because I like to have a little more perspective. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be between Blackbird and the last hero. For sure. Speaking of last hero, I have the lyrics in front of me for the last hero of the song. Um, and it's pretty, pretty much, pretty clear what the theme of the song is. It's a very politically driven song, uh, talking about social heroes and political heroes. Um, and there's there's a, a, a couple lines here that I'm going to read to you right now. It says, "I remember dreaming, not so long ago, the change was going to come. I had, I still had hope. How long must I keep waiting, feeling so ignored? Is anything worth saving anymore?" And uh, I'm going to ask a very blunt question here: Is this song about Obama? <laughs> you're the very first person you're the very first person to pick up on that um it could be i mean it could be. i mean I, I tried to keep it open to interpretation but i could see how um especially when you read those those lines there um how someone could take that and and extract that meaning from it i mean i see look it's it's definitely um it's definitely uh, something that um, I think a lot of people can relate to. And, um, um, you know, I, I, eight years ago when when uh, we had uh, him come into to office, there was, there was definitely a, a very optimistic and, and hopeful um, feeling amongst a lot of people in this in this country. So. Um, so, yeah, you, you could you you could be right. You could be wrong. I like I, I try not to. Uh, give a definitive answer to any song just because it, it's i think it's important to have it uh, have me have meaning in everyone's lives how they how they choose to uh, essentially extract the meaning from the song i did a poor job of articulating that but but um but yeah it certainly makes that certainly you could certainly tie that in with it for sure well i i will say this the last hero the, the song the last hero is very much very much describes the political climate that we're in right now with I mean, people. Anyone who listens to the song, I, I highly recommend you, you find the lyrics or open up the the booklet that comes with the album, and and read the lyrics as you're listening to the song because you will be able to picture it a lot more. Um, right. Uh, so, Alter Bridge, the last hero, out now, guys. Go purchase it. I do want to talk to you about your solo record uh, that seems to have been coming out since as long as Alter Bridge has been together. Um, Right. <laughs> I know. I, I heard. I heard an interview said where you said it's it's being mixed right now. Uh, can you give us an update as to to a timeline, maybe when that might come out, uh, and, and any information you can give us about the, about that record? Sure. You know, I think that given how 
um, how busy things are, at least for the next 12 months, for sure. Um, I have a difficult time seeing that it would be a, a solo record to be released between now and, you know, say next October. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a record that was initially, um, started actually I mean, some of the songs are from like 2002. I mean, they've been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting um, kind of, it's almost like a, not a greatest hits record, greatest <laughs> hits that never were records. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I've been chipping away at that for a long time and, and uh, just trying to find the, the appropriate window to release it. Cause obviously there's no point in just throwing something out there if you have no intention of touring it or promoting it. So we'll, we'll get that figured out. Hopefully sooner than later. Do you have a name for it yet? I don't. I don't have a name for it. Um, it's. Uh, it's. It's. I got to get that sorted. <laughs> well, there's. There's a lot you probably have to do for that record, and, and I'm. I'm. I've been waiting for that record since. Uh, I think. I think the first talk of it came in like 2008, 2009 when the Creed reunion happened. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's been, when it started. That's when it started. Yeah, we've been waiting for it for a while, Miles. It's. It's almost time. <laughs> um, awesome. Awesome. Now I, I I told you I, I do have a quick personal story to tell you and uh, and, and actually a thank you as well. Um, in in two thousand six, actually almost almost ten years to to the date, um, I lost I lost my brother, and um, oh man, I'm sorry. That that first Alter Bridge record um, really gave me the strength to get through those days, um, you know. And and people always ask me why I, I I'm so passionate about Alter Bridge and, and about, you know, your, your slash project and what Tremonti does. And, um, and, and, and I, I, I credit it to, uh, October 25th, 2006, when, um, I had to go to school the next day after losing my brother. And, uh, the only thing I had in, in my backpack other than schoolwork was one day remains a CD player and headphones. And every chance I, I felt like breaking down, I had to pull out that, that CD player and I had to listen to, you know, um, and loving memory and, you know, just the whole album. Uh, and so I, I want to thank you for, for having that out at the time. And then Blackbird obviously became, uh, came out shortly thereafter, um, and, and helped me cope with, with that continuously. And, um, then you put out this record and you have a song like you will be remembered and I'm crying like a baby in my car. Uh, listening to that song, so I just wanted to let you know that that and, and this interview means so much to me, just because it, it is kind of a a full circle and a and a and a, and a, a chapter being written and, and a story that is very one sided because you don't know me personally, but I feel like I know you probably a lot more than you'll ever know me. And uh, just a, just a thank you, and um, I, I look forward to seeing you in, in Los Angeles when you guys come out here. Um, and uh, I'm probably going to start crying now, but <laughs> but thank you so much well, uh, for everything. Thanks, thanks for sharing that, man. I I really appreciate hearing that. It it means the world to us to know that you know our music helped helps you get through a tough time. Really sorry to hear, but what what happened to your brother? If you don't mind me asking, uh, he he had a, a heart heart issue. He was he was much older than I am. He he was uh, uh, 48 at the time and just died of a, mm-hmm. of a heart attack. And um, oh, kind of a weird side story. Uh, this album came out at the perfect time because my mom right now is battling cancer, and so it's like oh, okay, I have I have another solace, another another album to to get me through these tough days. And that's why a song like "You Will Be Remembered" just 
breaks me down every single time I hear it. It just it's like I, right. I, I don't understand how you can write these lyrics that just make me cry every single time uh, and just gets me and gets gets well, straight to my core. <laughs> well, thank thank you for sharing that, man. That that you have no idea how much that means, and and that's why we continue to make music. So so good on you, as they say. Yeah. Well, Miles, I'm gonna let you go here now because it's it's uh, it's end of my time with you right now but thank you again so much uh everyone gets to follow him on uh on twitter at miles kennedy uh, instagram at miles kennedy official uh facebook alterbridge you find alterbridge.com go find him uh, on all that stuff go buy the last hero uh, out now miles again thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it thank you ruben you take care of yourself thank you i appreciate it all right bye-bye bye